Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hey guys, welcome back. We have the full moon in cancer to discuss. And before we do, $11 human design or type masterclasses, my one hour type strategy authority, not self signature deconditioning tips, all packaged up for you all in one place, like the foundational education that you need to really get into and understand human design. And also I have reopened very limited capacity, my one-on-one bookings. Um, and those classes are the prerequisite to booking with me. And, or if you've had a previous session, you know, you can skip the masterclass, but otherwise masterclass lays the foundation to do one-on-one work. Saves me a lot of time. Um, and going forward, um, I'm working on, I'm working on some beta testing, uh, a training for people in the aesthetics industry. And so if you've been wanting to do a session, I would like hop on it now because as that sort of takes precedence, um, you know, things will probably change again. It's already really, already really limited. So it might just, but sparking your interest, your authority says, yes, do it. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about that full moon. Um, full moon in Cancer is happening Friday, January 6th at 3.08 p.m. Pacific, and this is happening in gate 53. So first, the technical stuff, full moons occur when the sun and the moon are in opposite, or what I like to call sister signs. The moon doesn't make any of its own light. It's just reflecting the radiance of the sun. So when it sits exactly opposite, sun is currently in Capricorn, the moon's over in Cancer, they are partners. Um, that's how you get the full moon. You know, the, the moon is able to reflect all of the sun because of where she's sitting. So full moons are always considered a time for release and reflection. It's the closing of a cycle that begins six months prior with that corresponding new moon in Cancer. So at that time, planting seeds, setting intentions, all that fun stuff. I mean, this is like the middle of summer, right? So it's quite interesting to look back and take note of everything that's transpired since then. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know I'm a big journaler. Like one, I forget so much stuff. North Node Gate three, 33, the shadow is forgetting. I'm like, yep. That. Um, so doing that, but also like it's a way that I can chart progress, you know, look back and be like, hey, you actually did that. You, you know, like that was something that you wanted to do and you finally made it happen. That's cool. <laughs> so it's just nice. It's nice to check in. All right. As I mentioned in the January transits episode, um, full moon is in 53. But looking back those six months, where where were we starting from? That last Cancer New Moon was on June 28th, and it happened in Gate 52. So this is also, these are both root gates. So pressure, it's motor center, pushes us to do, provides the adrenaline to carry out the action. Um, 52 is known as the mountain. It's keeping still. It's the gate of stillness, the gate of inaction. It's temporary and self-imposed inaction for the benefit of assessment. And the keynote here is the pressure to focus your energy, to concentrate. And this is all about the right timing, root pulse. The root, 
the energy of the root pulse is on and off. Um, so stillness, focus, self-discipline, contemplation, perspective. It's the mountain. Mountain is a fixed and immovable object. Um, which side note, people with 52, sometimes it can be like a little bit of a eh, it can be a little bit of a couch potato vibe. <laughs> You know, um, it's, it's, it can't, I'm not saying everybody that has it is, but it's like, you know, when it's time to rest, if you have 52, you can get pretty still. Um, so this is very much the, you must concentrate, you know, you've the meditation gate, it's nicknamed the Buddha gate. It's just stillness. Um, so, you know, like one of the, the side of it, you know, the, the low expression of it is that it can be antsy. It doesn't know what to focus or concentrate on. Um, you know, you've got all this power, but you want to, you want to move and yet you don't know what to like, what to use it up on. So it can be also restless and busy burnout on all the wrong things, but this is really meant it's generated meant to be used in response. So basically hang out, get still until the right thing crosses your path and lets you know, this is what you want to spend your energy on the action um, that you want to take. You know, basically it's like gather up your life force and wait, just don't be distracted with pointless stuff, get centered and focused, wait for the opportunity to present itself. And when you act in response, you will know it's correct. Then mastery can come over time because that one's in the logic circuitry that is about mastery. So if you really want the full rundown on gate 52, you can go back to episode of 43. Um, but like I said, it's a fruit center gate. And my journal prompt for it was where in your life do you need to get really quiet, still, and focused for the benefit of assessment? So you've had six months to marinate on that. And then we'll talk about 53 in a minute. So I love to use the full moon phase to conduct, you know, beauty and self-care rituals. We're using the energy in the sky to, you know, we're working right alongside with it. Um, so first things first, I always recommend exfoliation at the, both the new and the full moons because it's both a physical and an energetic act. You know, you're sloughing off the past to prepare for the future. You're tilling the soil, you know, whatever it is. Um, and we know in skincare, it's like you, you dermaplane and then you have like this fresh, you know, products are going to penetrate better. Um, doing peels, doing different things. It's like you are, you are removing dead skin stuff that doesn't belong there so that your actives can get in and work better, right? So same concept. Um, I always say it's like fresh sheets, fresh pillowcases, all that good stuff. Open the windows, let some air in, you know, just welcome, welcome in the new. Um, since this full moon is in cancer, let's look at some ways to bring more cancer vibes into your beauty ritual. So keywords here, I love a good keyword. Um, cancer is about empathy. It's the mothering energy. It's nurturing. It's tender, fosters connection, especially with family, creates comfort. It's very, very intuitive. It's a water sign. Um, it's about really deepening and strengthening your roots, your heritage, your sense of belonging, very, very into um, tradition as well. So cancer, like I mentioned, it's water, it's cardinal water. So this is like mama likes to take charge, you know, and get started. Um, it's a very relevant for this full moon, specifically in gay 53. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So that is this ruling planet. You know, she's the goddess that rules our inner realm, our deep feels, our emotions, you know, more of our hidden self. Uh, you could explore what your moon placements are in the chart. 
which in human design get a little bit of a different spin on it. The moon, our moon, plural moons, um, they represent what drives us. So checking out what gates that yours are in, my my black or my personality side is it's gate seven, gate seven point two. My design or the red one is sixteen point one. So it's like seven is this like I would say heart centered because it's coming off the G center, heart centered like leadership, you know, like driven driven by that. It's a Leo gate, and then sixteen. Ah, oh, love my gate sixteen. <laughs> That's the one that's like, you know, the repetition for mastery, for perfection, the enthusiasm, you know, that one I always am like possessed by the breath of God. It's like, yes, I love, I love gate 16 because it will just, it's about art and, and science and perfecting that and just giving yourself over to that process till you're a master. I'm like, love it. Yes. I'm very driven by that. <laughs> so check yours out. Do you really resonate with, with your moon placements? All right, let's get into some embodied beauty practices. So of course, always make this recommendation as well. Take a salt bath to cleanse and release what you're symbolically letting go of and wrapping up, you know, in this cycle. When it comes to crystals for cancer, I love moonstone. Moonstone is very, very, very tied to cancer and, and obviously moon energy. Anything with mother of pearl or just regular pearl. I like crystal cola as well, because to me, that crystal really looks like the earth and, you know, mother earth. Um, and then selenite, so much selenite for cancer, um, really helps cleanse off the vibes that sensitive water sign cancer picks up too, you know, all that intuitive stuff. Um, selenite is just a must, you know, I have that stuff all over my house and use it on the daily. Um, great for, great for like an aura sweep especially like pre-facial to somebody lays down, you know, like doing that over them. Amazing. Or just tucking it in your room, putting it under your table, like selenite's the vibe, guys. Um, clear quartz is always lovely, no matter what, what sign we're working with to put in the bath. Clear just amplifies things. So it's amplifying and giving you clarity along with whatever oils and fun things that you might put in your bath. Which speaking of oils for cancer, I like to suggest um, lavender and clary sage. They're really great at helping, you know, help to feel at home, like keyword, at home in your body. Um, and there are two oils also like, you know, cancer is like the mother sign. It's very feminine um, that help with like actual like feminine issues as well. Uh, you could activate oxytocin, the feel-good love and bonding chemicals, right? Cancer, breast, breastfeeding, it's the mom. Um, so just cuddle. I'm not saying go breastfeed somebody, but unless you unless you are with a baby. <laughs> but just cuddling, snuggling with a loved one or animal. This is so cancer's realm, right? Loving on their people. Um, again, sensitive water signs get really overwhelmed and can use all the feel-good oxytocin that they can get coming from another sign of Pisces <laughs> definitely and it's funny like thinking back about that too is like I like once you kind of get in the, the swing of it you know with breastfeeding oh my gosh it's like one of the most amazing things ever it's just wild you know had you told me that before or when I was a kid not interested I would have been like oh whatever and then you do it and you're like oh my god this is this is being a mom that's, that's so cool um, and knowing that it produces, you're, you're it's producing chemicals in your body that like help strengthen this intense mom bond with your babies. 
I mentioned it before. I'm obsessed with my children. So, you know, um, cancer is the nurturer archetype. And um, I often pick public figures to kind of connect with signs when I'm working with people. And, and I always think Princess Diana is a really good one for this, for cancer, because you, know, you think about that as like, she was very much about caring about children and um, doing charity work and things like that. And, you know, just, just the importance the importance of that role in her life. I'm like, so she's just a great one to kind of like bring to mind. Um, cancer rules the fourth house in astrology, your home, your nest, family, heritage, traditions, and intuition. So what falls in your fourth house? I and mean, we're going to talk about that in a bit, but really focusing on the home at this time, you know, this is this full moon is shining a light on that segment of your life. So cancer rules, as I already mentioned, the breast, the chest, the rib cage, and medical astrology. So um, I'm laughing something I noted here. My mom's been on me to get a mammogram. I'm, well, I'm a Pisces. My birthday's coming. I'm like, I will be 42. <laughs> She's like, you need a mammogram. Um, so, you know, beauty-wise, like, I'm like, take the decollete into consideration. You know, make sure that you're loving on that skin. Um, everybody's always like, it's nipples to hairline is is like your face, you know? So it's like the breast region, making sure that you're, you know, extending your skincare there as well. Um, other embodiment practices I really love for cancer, anything water-related, honestly, lots and lots and lots of baths. Um and then feng shui, you know, that's such a focus on the home with this sign, like really, really making sure that um, things are beautiful, things are balanced, even just general home improvement, um, enhancing comfort in some way, you know, whether it's like upgrading the the blankets, you know, that you have for hanging on the couch or, you know, pillows on, throw pillows on your sofa, things, things of that nature. Um, and then also researching ancestry. Um, that's a, that's a very Cancerian thing. My mom is a Cancer also. Just have and it's like, she's way, I'm like, that is definitely her up her alley, the whole like ancestry and all of that kind of stuff. It's, that's her gig, you know? And then of course, meditation always, always going to be a suggestion. Make sure you listen for my latest, uh, full moon cancer meditation coming and then um even flowers that you could beautify that home space with irises and lilies there they're two of the flowers that are connected with cancer um i'm just like bring bring beauty bring that vibration into your life all over the place so as you probably already know i've already mentioned it once journaling you know writing down what you're releasing consciously letting go of what you want to you know what you want to let go of to leave literally and figuratively um i know some people enjoy like a fire for full moons where you could burn it and you know a symbolic act but i i write it all down so i can come back and and uh review but whatever feels good to you so journal prompts right um let's just talk about gate 53 first and then we'll get to our journal prompt so 53 is known as development it's the gate of beginnings um pressure to begin pressure to start new things again root pulses on and off uh the motor the energy from that so this gate is about having fuel adrenaline from the root to start something new 
Um, 53 is all about the start, not the finish. And I always say it's just get off the ground energy. These are not people that are required to take it across the finish line. It's just, you know, get it moving, get, get the ball rolling. Um, yeah. Follow your types, strategy, and authority. So that's, that's kind of the rule for, for you, you know, like very important with this particular gate. Um, in the Gene Keys, Richard Red talks about the importance of intention, the intention that we're putting behind each new beginning. You know, our intentions need to be pure and of the highest vibration. And, you know, it's like whatever you want needs to be good for the whole. Anything that's coming from a place of selfishness, from fear, ego, greed, it's not going to go very far. You know, it's just not going to bloom into something that's beautiful. It's going to wither away and rot. So, Whatever you're thinking I'm ready to get started for, make sure that it has really good, really pure intentions behind it. So the journal prompt for this one is kind of obvious. Where am I ready for a fresh start? What am I ready to begin? Right? So this is us going from 52, like chill out and concentrate, wait for the right thing, you know, in these last six months. What are you ready to respond to and get started on? Um, and then 53 is like, okay. All right, the the cookies have baked, the oven dinged, you know. I can't can't reference those baking cookies for your kids. Um, but it's time. Full moon's here. All right, what are we getting started on? But I have a little caveat. Keep in mind Mars and Mercury are both still retrograde. Um, but I love this. I love that this is kind of the preparation for the human design new year, which is gonna be, you know, um Friday the 20th, the sun will move into gate 41. That is that is the official human design new year. And then the new moon in that same gate is on this is the very next day on the 21st. So love, love, love that. And that is that particular gate is all about, you know, birthing new ideas. So I'm like, this is a great time. This is not January 1st, New Year, New You. It's like use this, use this more quiet time. I mean, the astrological new year, it's like New Year hasn't even happened yet. Right. So don't even stress about it. It's like use this time to really marinate on what you're wanting to get moving and get started on. I have plans for things to be starting around that time, that gate 41. So I'm just like, I'm sitting back. I'm not even stressing using using this energy and this time wisely. So, oh, also, also this this full moon is sextiling Uranus in gate two in Taurus. And gate two is the receptive, right? This is the one that most yin of all the gates. Taurus is also a yin sign. So sitting back, relaxing, waiting for waiting for the universe to just kind of like show up in whatever form and give you the resources you need, you know, and the direction that you need. So really, really cool. It's like, what are we starting? Resources are coming. Let's do the thing. Love it. I love that. Um, all right. So let's take the question, you know, uh, what was our question? What, where am I ready to, for a fresh start? When am I ready to begin? We're going to apply that to the area of our life in our astrology chart to see where it's affecting us, you know, what area of your life is it happening in. So make sure that you listen for your rising sign to understand how to apply this guidance. So if you're in Aries rising, it is your home environment, family, heritage, all that good stuff. It's very, it's fourth off cancer 
If you're a Taurus rising, it's a mental plane, communication, local travel, and socialization. Gemini is the physical body, personal possessions, values, and wealth. Cancer rising is the self, personal identity, and appearance. Leo rising, this is spirituality, healing, surrender, retreat, and mysticism. Virgo rising, community, friend groups, social network, humanitarianism. Libra rising, this is your career, professional or public status, discipline, and achievement. Scorpio, we've got higher learning, world travel, philosophy, religion. Sagittarius rising, this is shadow work, power, and control, deep transformation. Capricorn rising is one-on-one relationships, partnerships, collaborations. Aquarius, everyday work, habits, routines, health, and wellness. And Pisces rising, it's creative self-expression, fun, children, romance, charisma. So, as an example, me, Pisces Sun, Virgo Rising, this is lighting up my 11th house. So shining a light on my wider community, social network. I'm like, oh, I already know. I already know what I'm getting started on to be getting out to my wider social network to do good things to help in the world in that humanitarian way. Um, yeah, this is actually really rad. I love, I love just how the energy falls and you're like, yep. Divine timing. This is perfect. Okay. If you would like a cancer beauty ritual, listen to my beauty ritual meditation for the full moon of cancer. Uh, I always say bonus points for wearing a face mask or listening to this while getting a facial. If you're an esthetician, pop that bad boy on during, <laughs> during your facials, you know, full moon on Friday, like start listening to that with your, with your patients or your clients. Um, I'm always going to use my favorite mask of all time, Little Fox's Blue Legume. You know, that is just mm, the bomb. All right. I will be back soon with more. And uh, make sure that, you know, if you're enjoying the podcast, leave a five star rating and review on Apple. It would be amazing. It helps so much, you guys. Just super, super helpful. So appreciative of that. Remember the $11 masterclasses, booking is open, very limited. Um, new things are absolutely on the way and in beta testing. <laughs> um, follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. You can get my free 23-page guide to human design basics. That link will also be in the show notes. And of course, thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here. I would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.